Pop out, two step, hit the torpedo. When we do our thing, homie, don't let your shorty go. Everywhere we go, we do the stupid dance. I've been doing this, the soldier boy taught y'all the Superman. Always showing love, we play the stupid jams. Hit you with them shots and got the kind of aim that keep it has. We ain't never scared, we don't play about it. Keep the party going, give a damn what they say about it. Gotta keep it simple, this for everybody. Ladies and the homies, it's a function, we don't care about it. Welcome to Royal Rebounds TV with Calvin and Barry. Just two crazy fans of the Sacramento Kings and they sharing their opinion. So be sure that you subscribe. It's for the fans, by the fans. Whether you chilling on the couch or wilding in the stands. For laid back conversations about the Kings, subscribe here. Staying down until we come up thinking this gonna be our year. We're here drinking beer, talking about the Kings. Be sure you subscribe so you can hear that bell ring. Yeah. What's up, Kings fans? Welcome back to Royal Rebounds, the Sacramento Kings YouTube channel for fans, by fans. Kings win tonight. We're going to be lighting the beam here on the stream. Kings win 135-127. Cal, they put up 135 points on the fourth best uh, defense in the NBA, the Phoenix Suns. Kings win. How are you feeling? Feeling good. They did that with Fox scoring less than 20 and the bench not really giving them that much production either. Yep. Uh, very impressive turnaround in the second half of that game. Definitely, definitely. And, dude, just goes to show, I, I'm telling you, Kings play better when Fox doesn't have to be the <laughs> leading scorer. Uh, we'll keep track of that. But shout-out to everybody that's joining in here. Shout-out to Fred for listening on Twitter. Spaces, Elenia is here in the chat. Makami, Tanvir, of course, Callum and Alfie Man are here. Rodders, Jim, uh, Jeff the Lefty, welcome in. Uh, David is here. Good to see you guys. Dennis. Hi, Dennis. Good to see you. Uh, but most importantly, Kings win tonight. Uh, so make sure you guys smash up that like button. Also, if it's your first time here to the channel, we are live after every single Kings game here on YouTube. Uh, we talk about the Kings and we have a lot of fun doing it. So make sure you join in. Calvin, I mean, just give me your overall first thoughts on the game tonight. There's a few things to mention. First off, Kevin Herter's first game back. He yep. did start, which was interesting. He played exceptionally well. Uh, as someone in the chat was at McCommy said, one point off of a career high for him tonight. Hard um, to believe he's never scored 30 in wild, a game right? before. Wild, right? Wild. Being uh, that good of a three-point shooter. De'Aaron Fox know? leaves this game with a right hamstring, uh, I guess, soreness. It's weird. The, it's like yeah. the hamstring injuries keep seeming to jump around this team. Now it's with De'Aaron Fox. But give me your first thoughts on the game tonight. Uh, well, obviously they did not start the game the way that they that uh, they would have wanted to ideally um, but I was not surprised to see Kevin Herter start I mean they said it multiple times today during the game they've said it many times throughout the season this starting five has played more cumulative minutes together and has more total starts with those same five guys uh, than any other starting lineup in the NBA so I was not surprised at all to see him get the start over Kessler Edwards they couldn't really get anything going in the first half, settled for too many threes. Uh, they weren't being aggressive enough, taking the ball to the basket, completely flipped the script in the second half, uh, playing inside out. That got the three-point game going, got them hot. Red Dead Revolver, as I see in the chat there, yeah, was locked buddy. and loaded. Um, and Davion Mitchell, uh, this, is, this game is another perfect example of why Davion Mitchell is so valuable to this team, even when he doesn't score. Mm -hmm. He did not shut down Devin Booker by any means, but the Kings threw a lot of different looks at Book tonight. 
Yep. Started with Keegan Murray. Uh, Kessler Edwards came in for him after he picks up a couple of fouls, gets some minutes on him. Then they take Kessler Edwards out. You don't see him till much later in the game. Davion comes in. Harrison Barnes is on him. But Davion, I think, really set the tone for this team defensively in the third quarter. And that was the, the huge turnaround. The win on the big run uh, took the lead and never looked back. It's It was another total team win. And they've got all their role players contributing in the right ways. Um, Herter and, F- and Mitchell really made up big time for Fox going out as well. 11 assists definitely. combined between the two of them. Definitely, definitely. Huge, huge performances for those guys. And, and I mean, I want to say uh, shout out to the Kings fans for this game too. You could feel the momentum shifting. Uh, the crowd was getting into it. Chris Paul tried to do his normal things uh, to try and, you know, break the rhythm of the Sacramento Kings. But, you know, once that tide, like you said, turned over in the Kings' favor, the Kings, I don't want to say they ran away with the game uh, because, it, you know, it was close at the end there, but they were up by 13 at one point. Once they took the lead, they kind of just kept their foot on the gas and kept kept going, uh, which was great considering De'Aaron Fox was not there. And I was a little concerned about that. Uh, you know, he's the most clutch guy on this team. He's the closer. He's leading the NBA in fourth quarter points I was also surprised not to see Malik Monk out there really really late considering he is uh the best free throw shooter on the team in crunch time I thought that maybe he'd be out there instead of a guy like Harrison Barnes or somebody else where we saw Harrison Barnes miss two free throws in a row yeah um but I I, I get it I get it I trust coach I, I get what he I mean, wants Barnes to is a, a real steady free throw shooter as well he is normally he is he is um uh, but great game Great game for Kevin Herter. I mean, you mentioned it. 29 points for him. He shot 50% from three-point range on 12 attempts. Uh, got a bunch of rebounds tonight. Nine rebounds for him. Five assists. Huge, huge game for Kevin Herter. This Kings team, I mean, it looks... The team looks completely different when Kevin Herter's out there. They really do. Absolutely. And I, I think it's it's something that you and I talked about a few weeks ago in terms of guys like Herter when everyone was ragging on Herter's defense. And I, I remember one thing that we pointed out was, like, just just because Kevin Herter's struggling in, in shooting or, or defense or whatever it's going on doesn't mean he's not helping his teammates. Just having him out there on the floor creates a lot more space, um, and people got to stand at the three-point line and keep their eyes on him. Um, he's constantly moving. Uh, so there's a lot of things that he brings to this team. I was watching this game today, Calvin, and all I could think to myself was maybe we don't make Calvin cut his hair. Maybe we just dye it red and do a perm. <laughs> Wow, I don't know what would be worse. <laughs> I mean, you saw the guy in the crowd, right? With the I red did, wig yeah, on, I red, did see that. Red wig on, that's hard to say. Yeah. I was like, where can I get a red wig? I need to get one of these. If I'm <laughs> going to the playoffs, I want a red wig on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You don't even need one. I. That's true, I don't need one. Um, yeah. I'm down to just get the red velvet jacket, though. Red velvet jacket, yeah. okay. Maybe I'll have the wig and you have the jacket. Uh, that would be okay with me. Team Herder. Team Herder. And then maybe you leave the jacket open. I'll do K A or K E V, and you do I N on your chest. How about just K and Vaughn? Oh, there you go. I like that K Vaughn. Yeah. K and Vaughn. then we'll wear uh, holsters with revolvers in them. Ooh. We'll not sure if they'll let us into the game. I mean, maybe. Yeah. Plastic not. ones. You know the little S- pop ones. Still pop, probably pop, pop, not. Pop. But That'd be, be cool. Fun. It would be worth That'd a, be fun until a we... shot, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. Oh, man. Shout out to Tanvir for joining in here. Rodders is here. Good to see you guys. Ninja Style is here. I saw Christian was in the chat. Jay, my guy Jay is here. Uh, happy to see you all. Calvin, how many likes tonight before we light the beam? 
Well, it's been a little while, so we'll not, we won't make it too tough on everyone. We'll go 40 likes. We are basically halfway there. So 40 likes. Also got to give a shout out to Keegan Murray tonight. Not a huge, uh, you know, offensive output, 13 points for him. But man, was that a clutch rebound uh, at the end of the game to help seal it for yes. the Kings. So I got to give one for him. Keegan Murray. Let me hear it. Also can't forget to give a shout out to our guy Bouncer. Of course. Always here. He's the steady one that keeps us in track and keeps all the sex bots out of the chat. So. Yeah. Uh, he's like the Sabonis of this yeah. channel. I always st- shows up, always yeah. does his thing, consistent. I um, stopped calling him Sabonis, Calvin. I got a new nickname for him. Oh, wow. Breaking news. I just, I call him Bonus. Bonus. Yeah. Okay. I'm just like, there he is. Bonus. 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 It feels good to say. It does feel good and to say. And it's like, bone. Bonus, is that two syllables? One. Bonus. Is that two syllables? I'm bad with syllables. Bonus is two syllables, yes. Okay. I say like one syllable. Just yeah. bonus. <laughs> bonus. Was never really good at that. Also, shout out to Fred Dixon. Fred, how you how you feeling? How you living? Good to see you, Fred. Uh, how many likes did you say for the Monster. I like that one, too. How many likes did you say? 40. 40 likes. 40 likes, guys. Smash up that like button. We're almost there, and we can light the beam. All right, Calvin, I want to go over the box score, but before we do that, let's jump here into your keys. I got to see how many of these you nailed. Um, well, I'll tell you what, I was really nervous at halftime, um, but <laughs> <laughs> it, it ended up being all right. Uh, number one was shoot free throws. They only had four free throw attempts at halftime. Yeah. Uh, they just took, settled for way too many threes. They were not looking to get the ball inside at all you know I saw a lot of people on Twitter in the first half were saying I can't believe the refs aren't giving us more calls you got to give the officials a reason to make a call yeah you can't just sit out on the three-point line and jack up shots 60 percent of De'Aaron Fox's shots in the first half were threes that should never happen ever yeah ever ever so give them a lot of credit because they came out and made a big adjustment in the second half they were much more aggressive going inside. They end this game with 32 free throw attempts. And they had, they had 37 the last time they played Phoenix. Do you think the Kings have a Scott Foster? <sighs> no. Or is he I, out of the league I already? Don't know. No, he's in. He's still there. No, Just no. refed a... Uh, no, the Kings. The Kings Scott Foster. He's oh, out. Is he out of the league He's already? gone. Yeah. I don't know. He's our guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Foster, he wasn't there tonight. He was not there tonight. But I th- I think the Kings have a Scott Foster. I don't know which ref it is now, but I think the Kings have a Scott Foster. All right, well, you'll be on the lookout for him, th- I, there's I guess. There's definitely some games where I'm like, this does not It does not seem fair. And I'm going to start keeping track. You know I like to keep receipts, so yeah. I'm going to start oh, keeping, yeah. I'm gonna I start mean, keeping the, track. The team free, throws, uh, three team free throw attempts are usually pretty similar Phoenix by the end knows. of the game. Tim. I was yeah. talking about Tim. It Tim, was Tim's gone. Not, but maybe there's a new Tim in the league. That's true. There could be. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't think so personally. Okay, you're not a conspiracy theorist. I am not much of a conspiracy theorist. Okay. So all right. Well, stop giving the Suns your keys and and keep moving on. Okay. <laughs> Number two was pick and roll defense, which again in the first half was abysmal. I mean, Jock Landale, Bismack Biombo, they got anything they wanted inside. And a lot of that was because Devin Booker early on was really aggressive and just blowing by everybody, getting to the basket at will. Yep. Um, when that happens, the defense has to focus so much more on that. The pick and roll with Chris Paul is always difficult 
to defend. Um, but when Devin Booker is able to go one-on-one and have little to no uh, resistance getting to the basket, it's it just makes it that much more difficult, and it forces the defense to kind of slide over a little bit more to him, which leaves the middle open for dives and rim runs and stuff like that. Again, second half, much, much better. Davion Mitchell, I think, definitely spearheaded the defensive effort. It just makes so much of a difference when you have a guy – uh, that is able to at least take away the the initial move, right? Or, yep. the, or fight over screen. There might not be a better uh, player or defender in the NBA at fighting over screens than Davion Mitchell. That helps out your team defense so, so much. So they did a much better job of that in the second half as well. And, of course, not having DeAndre Ayton in there definitely benefited the Kings. Yeah, didn't even mention that. Yeah. No, um, no Aiton, no and, Kevin And an, another thing that helped the Kings was the Suns went small in yep. that second half. Yep. Uh, they were trying to counteract a little bit of what Not Sacramento enough Bismack was doing. Biombo. And it hurt them because they you, you can't go small against the bonus. He yep. will just absolutely destroy you every time. Even Harrison Barnes was posting guys up. Did you know Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks are the 11th seed in the Western Conference? Yeah, they just continue to – they lost to the Hornets. Shout out today. to Mike. Mike just brought that up here right? in the chat. That, that's wild, dude. That is – that's wild. I'm happy we took Marvin Bagley. <laughs> it you worked know? out in the yeah. end, I guess. Yeah, we're in a much better position. Yeah. We got Trey Lyles. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We got Trey Lyles. That's much true. Although much the Mavericks were in the Western Conference Finals last year. That, dude, stop living in the past, Calvin. <laughs> stop living in the past. Roger, happy to see you. Happy the Kings won. Uh, Christian in the chat here says uh, – we should do a live podcast like Deuce and Mo. Uh, we would love to. We've done that in the past. If any of you guys were there last year, we did a trade post trade deadline live show at Punchbowl yeah. Social. Did two of them. It was really fun. Christian, guess what? We're live right now. That's true. And I can prove it. To we you. are always live. Fuck shit damn <laughs> we are live right now oh man but no calvin's right we did do a live podcast last year uh at the trade deadline it was a lot of fun it was in sacramento uh we will be in sacramento in a couple weeks um but not sure if our cameraman's gonna be with us so not sure if we'll be able to yeah. do a live podcast or not either way we're definitely gonna be at a game hopefully the first playoff game and uh We'll, we'll come hang out. We'll, we'll go to K Street afterwards. We'll hang out with you guys. You might have to buy us a couple beers after paying for these playoff tickets. Um, but, hey, we'll be there. Yeah, we will be there. I mean, it would be a lot easier for us to do live shows if we lived in Sacramento or the Sacramento area, right? But we'll, we'll get back to it one day. Yeah, yeah. One day. Um, did you have one more key? Did I interrupt I, you? I did have one more key. I was actually going to just hope that we kind of glossed over it because I missed it by a quarter. I, it was fourth quarter defense. Okay. Because these games against Phoenix have all been close. Yeah. So I figured it would come down to the, forgot the third fourth quarter, quarter defense. Third quarter defense was what we were looking for eh. today. So. Eh. That's okay. Not it bad. It works out. Not too bad. Not too bad at all. Shout out to Lane for joining in here. All right, Christian's going to keep us hydrated. Hey, bring a ladle, Christian. You know I love those punch bowls. Um, all right, let's jump here into the box score. Uh, but before we do that, I just got to say, Lakers suck. Um, okay, so Domas Sabonis, 38 minutes of action tonight, 10 of 15 from the field, 27 points, 9 rebounds, and 9 assists. Almost another triple-double for this guy, dude. Maybe we should just call him almost triple-double. Almost triple double. Yeah, like that. That it's kind of kind of works. Like Domas, almost. No, uh, off. I th- I think that's a misfire. Okay, misfire. On that one, yeah, 
You're, you and the gun references tonight. <laughs> Jesus. John Morant's back, came off the bench tonight. They scored 151 and did yeah, lock up man, they did. a playoff spot. So congratulations to the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, Harrison Barnes, 35 minutes of action tonight. 7-12 from the field, 2-5 from three-point range, 23 points, a rebound, and an assist. Weird. Only one rebound tonight for Harrison Barnes. That is strange. That's strange. That might be a season low for him, Cal. Uh, Keegan Murray, 28 minutes of action, 5 of 7 from the field, 3 of 4 from three-point range. The Regan, all night tonight, 13 points, 4 rebounds, and 2 assists. De'Aaron Fox, 21 minutes of action. He does leave this game, which and he's listed, uh, or was listed as out with a right hamstring uh, soreness, I guess is what James Ham said. So we'll see if that turns into anything else. Hopefully not. Uh, but 19 points for him, uh, a rebound, and 2 assists. That's great for 21 minutes of action. Kevin Herter is the man of the night, though. Oh, yeah. He deserves the chain. He deserves player of the game he deserves king of the game he deserves it all dude he deserves it all uh 29 points for him nine rebounds and five assists dude needs to go out tonight because he he's absolutely killing it dude <laughs> oh he's man don't say that it. uh oh they have a game tomorrow yeah all right don't go out tonight <laughs> don't go out tonight kevin do whatever you did last night um trey lyles six points six for Matu. edwards played a let or 11 minutes tonight two points for him two for davion but six assists and four rebounds and some great defense for davion filling in for an injured deer and fox terrence davis only four minutes in this game this guy's minutes are all over the place zero points for him and malik monk eight points three rebounds and three assists in 19 minutes of action what stands out to me Sure. Is, is that what you're going with? I'll, I'll switch it up. Okay. Calvin, what doesn't stand out to you in this uh, box score? What doesn't stand yeah. out to me? Uh, that's an interesting question. I don't know how to answer that. So I'll tell you what does stand out. Okay. It's Kevin Herter. Nine <laughs> rebounds, five assists. Yeah, you I heard mean, it tonight. Uh, you know, everybody knows that this dude can get really, really hot from three and, and four. And bunches, right? Somebody cowbell. More cowbell, always. Alfie man. Um, but... What you don't always expect from him is to be tied with Sabonis for team lead in rebounds. Yeah. And, Wild. like I said, without Fox being in there, he was initi- being a playmaker as well. Uh, you know, him and Sabonis have had that kind of two-man game all season long. But, like I said before, 11 assists combined between Herter and Davion Mitchell. That was really, really big for them. Yeah, and bench points. Like you said, the bench didn't do that much tonight. What is this, 24 bench points tonight for the Kings? Yeah, they got murdered. Not a lot. Uh, on the bench, what's, scoring. What's Phoenix? I mean, I know they have a horrible mascot, but I don't really try and look at their box score too much. 32 for Devin Booker. I mean, the, the oh, bench wow. just lit it up Dude, for ten, them. I didn't even realize 30 Terrence points Ross. for Terrence Ross. 30? Yeah. Holy cow. For 17 Terrence of Ross Landale. Game of Zones watcher. TJ Warren's uh, 15 points. Yeah, they, dude, they killed us. They killed us. But, hey, we won the game, which is what really matters. And the Kings tie the season series 2-2, which is really, really important. Very, very Uh, important. They probably locked up the division title with this win tonight. I believe so. Um, And... I, I thought that this was a must-win game. I know I was watching uh, pregame, and they're like, I don't want to call this a must-win game, but it would be really nice to win this game. This was a fucking must-win game for the uh, Kings. Absolutely. I mean, you, you got Phoenix. Now they're the fifth seed, Cal. Yeah. They're the fifth seed, which is great. Um, so I'm feeling pretty good. Kings are 44-29. and 29. They're the third seed. I mean, a lot of people want to be the second seed, but, dude, it's okay. It's okay, dude. Home court advantage. Uh, that's I'm, all you can ask for. 
that that's, that's all you can I mean, ask dude, for. <laughs> I am sleeping in the clouds, Calvin, with home court yeah. advantage. I wanted to be top eight. That's yeah. what, that was my goal. Top yeah. eight. I would have been happy with top ten. Absolutely. But I mean, I don't want to be the the Dallas Mavericks Plan- and be the eleven seed. <laughs> Playing with house like money. Shout out to Marcus for joining. Edward is here. Edward, good to see you. It's been a little while. Uh, Elenia, uh, definitely Vancouver downtown. It's cold, pack warm. Check out the suspension bridge. Lane is going to go up to Vancouver with Matt. Oh, he's moving Shout out to Matt Hadley, by the way. Just got engaged. One of our best friends back home. Shout out to Matt. Congratulations, Matt. Are they moving up there? No, no. Well, Matt already did. They're in... Washington State. Oh, but not, Lane's going to visit Canada. No, but okay. they're going to go to. And long story. Okay, long story. Yeah. Also, shout out to Matthew here, another member of the royal family. Uh, Calvin, I want to look here into the team stats. I haven't had enough time to look into these, dude. You ever have this where you try and like scroll on your computer and it's like I want to click on it and it disappears. That disappeared. Oh, I don't know if I've ever seen that. Actually, that's there we weird. Go. I got it. All right, King shot almost 53% from the field tonight as opposed to about 40 or 54% for the Phoenix Suns, uh, 33% from the Kings from the three-point line, and wow, 80, almost 88% from, from the, oh, sorry, three-point line, 33 from the <laughs> three-point line. I'm all over the place. Almost 88% from the free-throw line tonight, yeah. including yeah, it was those two misses by Harrison Barnes. So that's absolutely huge. The Kings did get out-rebound in this game, which is a little weird considering the Suns went small and they didn't have DeAndre Most Aiden. of that uh, yeah. or buffer lead that they built was in the first half. Yep. So Especially on the offense. Three box. rebounds tonight for the Suns, only 33 for the Sacramento Kings. 29 assists tonight for the Kings, six steals, three blocks. And this is the big number that stands out to me, Calvin. Four, count that, four turnovers tonight. Not one, not two, not three. Only four turnovers tonight for the Sacramento Kings. Yeah. Is that a season low? It's got to be close. Wow. Uh, if it isn't. Got to be very close. You're going to win a lot of basketball games like that. Also, Kings dominate in the paint, 64 points in the paint as opposed to 56 for the Phoenix Suns. Largest lead of the game, 14 for Phoenix, 13 for the Sacramento Kings. Uh, light the beam, dude. I'm, I'm lighting the beam. Light it. Can I light the beam? Yeah, we got 40 likes. All right, let's light the beam. Fire the laser! Fire the laser! Matthew says, we're getting first seed with our 53 wins. Calvin, is it possible to win 53 games still? Uh, they have nine left. It is yeah. possible. Okay. They've got to go 9-0. and 9-0. and Very, very or possible. Wait, they have nine or eight left now. Hold I can't on, remember. dude. I'm not that greatest at math, but let me check. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games left. Wow. And I heard the magic number was three before it, the game yes. started. It is now two. But does, is that right? Does that make it two? Three I believe minus so. one equals two. I believe so. Okay, two wins. Jim, so, Jim's got a very wins. important question for you regarding cowbells. Okay, what does he say? He says uh, he wants to know if they're banned. I left the room. Did you answer my question? Did NBA ban? I hope not. I don't think so because I'm pretty sure I've seen people at Golden One with cowbells. Yeah. So, Dude, if they ban cowbells... Oh, man, am I going on a conspiracy theory <laughs> on that one, <laughs> yeah, Calvin? Yeah. Finally, we're good. We suck forever. Right. You guys don't care about cowbells at all. Now they ban cowbells? Yeah. 
They're, they just keep on trying to tear us down. That's stupid. I hope that's not true. One bill at a time. I don't think it's true. I, I, I don't believe that they are banned. But. Jay says they sell them there. Oh, there yeah, you go. Obviously. Could, yeah. Obviously. But maybe they do that shit where it's like, you know, like kind of like at the liquor store. Like, oh, we sell liquor, but you can't drink it here. You got to like <laughs> take it with you. Yeah. And you're like, what do you right. mean? You just sold me this. Why can't I drink it right Jay here? Jay says, there you go. He was just at Golden One Center ripping a cowbell today. Hell yeah, Jay. Shout out to Jay. Jay's the man. All right, Calvin. So uh, you went over your keys. Um, I mean, we need to talk about deer and fox. Uh, but before we do that, I just want to kind of talk overall wh- where you're at with the Kings. Like, there's nine games left, right? Two games to lock up this playoff spot. We've dealt with some injuries. We've dealt with some adversity. We just lost two in a row. They bounce back tonight, get the win. Uh, I, I thought I saw a stat saying there was like 12 or 13 teams in the NBA with a harder remaining schedule than 19. the Sacramento Kings. Is it 19? 19 wow. teams. Wow. Uh, so that's good for the Kings. Um Obviously, deer and leaving tonight is probably not the greatest thing. Um, but give me your thoughts on just overall state of the Kings right now. I think it's great. I mean, it, you know, again, after you lose a couple of games, people start to wonder, you know, is the magic fading away, all of this stuff. But this team still has not lost three games in a row since November 28th. Wow. It is almost April. Wow. They, they are still this in the same great spot that they've been for pr- practically the entire season. And that was against Phoenix. And that was against Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, look, I, you got to feel really, really good. Uh, I mean, you just went through probably the most difficult part of the last, you know, 15 games of the schedule or, or so. Um, so it's going to get a little bit lighter here. Now you've got a really good chance to clinch – a playoff spot by the end of this weekend, perhaps wow. Monday. Monday, okay. Um, That's not the weekend, but we'll we'll keep it that. It's your weekend. Yeah, it's my weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's my weekend. We get it. So, I think you have uh, you got to be feeling really, really good, right? Kevin Herter comes back. Uh, even though De'Aaron Fox goes out, it's great to get Herter back and great for him to play so well in his first game back from injury. Uh, the team has got to be feeling very, very confident at this point. I think once you get the playoff spot clinched, if you're able to get, you know, a couple more wins after that and yep. lock up home court in the first round, then you get to rest, guys. Okay. And you go into the playoffs, hopefully, fully healthy. I, I do think it's important for Fox and Sabonis specifically, just because of the okay. – Fox has now had the hamstring injury linger for a little while. This is the second time that he's, he's had to leave a game because of it. It, recently, right? Yeah. Um, and Sabonis, even though he's been so solid for them all year long, he's taken a lot of a beating down there. He's got the thumb that he's been dealing with, obviously, all year long. Um, but teams are definitely physical with him, and, and he is not shy about giving that back, right? So definitely. giving him a, a game or two, ideally maybe even three, something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they'll be able to afford three games, but whatever it is, if okay. you could get those guys a little bit of rest before the uh, tough playoff series starts, I think that would benefit them greatly. I didn't know you were a load management type of guy. Nah, this isn't load management, man. It's not load. Oh, really? It's not load management when you in week seventeen of the NFL season when teams already have yeah. home field locked up and they they just play their second string players. Yeah, is load that management. load management? Yeah. Nah. They're managing I don't, I don't the load. Agree with that. 
No, they're managing the load on the players. By definition, yes. Yeah. But you've already got, if your playoff seed isn't going to change, I don't think it matters. I mean, I'm looking at the standings right now. You have Denver and Memphis. They're both locked up, right? The Kings, they fell back a little bit, right? We're two losses ahead of Memphis or behind Memphis. Uh, and then you got the Clippers, who we just had news today that Paul George is out for the rest of the regular season. Yep. He's going to be reevaluated then. It's not even that he's going to return for the playoffs. It's yeah. that he'll be reevaluated. So that's interesting. Then you got Phoenix below them. Uh, and Phoenix is at like 35 losses. So that's if the Kings lose six in a row, they'll be tied with Phoenix. And we all know. Well, assuming we'll Phoenix have, wins six yeah, in a yeah. row. Yeah, yeah. And also. we all know that we have the tiebreaker, right? Yeah. Um, because we're, we're going to lead the division, so that's good. Then you have Golden State down there at 36, Minnesota. So, yeah, I mean, the Kings are, are in a great position here um, to just at least lock up top four, home court in the first round. Yeah. And maybe, just maybe, um, if you want, we can load manage some people. <laughs> I think it would help them, definitely. Okay. And I, I don't see really many scenarios at this point where the Kings don't finish in the top three. I mean, they've got a five-and-a-half game lead Yeah, over the four seed with nine games left. Wow. That's incredible. Say that again. They've got a five-and-a-half game lead over the four seed Clippers wow. with nine games left. Wow. And the Clippers only have eight games left, I think. Wow. That's incredible. I mean, I want to go over the kind of just the remaining schedule real quick, and then, and then we're going to get over here to Twitter Spaces. We've got a couple people here that have been dying to talk. I know Nick's up here. Uh, Tanvir's here. He wants to talk. Uh, so, I mean, we got a game tomorrow. It's a back-to-back against Utah. Chance for revenge after the last game. Uh, we'll see how many players are available. Obviously, I don't think De'Aaron Fox is going to be available for this game. It doesn't look like um, it. But it is in Sacramento. The last game was in Utah, so we don't have to deal with all that BS. Uh, I mean, I, I think the Kings win that game. Um, then you got Monday against Minnesota. Um, what, what's the deal with Towns and, and Edwards? Towns is back. back. Edwards back? is not yet, I, I believe. But Towns okay. did play... Uh, just the other night let me just oh man i clicked on something and just moved everything um how are you feeling about that game because minnesota is real big they're big dude. they are big kings struggle with with length not even just big guys but like length yes yeah they definitely do um i, I still i haven't seen what Carl Anthony Towns looks like yet. So I imagine he's, it's going to take some time still for him to work his way back. Uh, rebounding, of course, is going to be important in that game. But if Anthony Edwards is not going to play, I, I have to like Sacramento's chance. Okay. Chances. You know I like Sacramento's chances. Then you got two games against Portland. This is weird. Two games against Portland in Portland, <laughs> Wednesday and Friday of next week. I mean, this is basically like a preview of a playoff series. <laughs> two games <laughs> at another person's home, and then the Kings head back home to face the Spurs, who suck also. <laughs> uh, then you got New Orleans. New Orleans is still trying to figure themselves out. Uh, then they you got just can't Dallas, get healthy. That's their problem. Golden State. And then the final game is against Denver. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's important to note that a lot of these teams could be doing load management as well. They could. <laughs> you know, like I, I I would say Friday 
The seventh, Golden State's going to be at full firepower because they're trying to make a push into the playoffs. Unless, well, they're right on the edge at yeah. six, right? Unless, so they, they definitely don't want to be in the plan. Yeah, unless they can't do anything. Like, if that game's pointless, then, then they yeah. rest people. Yeah, well, you'll have to see how it goes. The last but. game of the season against Denver, I think Denver rests everybody because they've I dealt would with not a be surprised. ton of injuries over the past couple years. I think they're, they're pretty set at the number one seed. Um, Dallas will be an interesting one. Um yeah, I think the Kings have a great chance to at least go 500 in these next nine games. Oh, they should go um, more above 500. I guess that's not really possible to go 500 in an odd amount number of games. Yeah. But um, I, I'm going to say six and three with with some load management. I, I like that. Yeah. Six and three. Okay. Let's head on over to Twitter spaces. Uh, who should we who should we talk to first? You want to hear from Nick or Tambier? Um, man, you're putting the pressure on me. I don't want to make yeah. anybody upset. So, who who's first? In in order there. Uh, in order, Tanvir is first. All right, it's only fair. All right, because Calvin says we're going to Tanvir first. <laughs> Tanvir, how are you, buddy? Yo, what's up, guys? <laughs> how you doing, man? How you living? Living my life, bro. Yeah, you're feeling good my after life. the win tonight. Oh, yeah. That was a much-needed win, bro. After those two losses, this win was crucial. Hell, yeah. Yes, I agree. Hell, yeah. Tanvir, um, what's your thoughts on load management? You doing it, Dom? Load management? What's up? Bro, you rebound. Why oh, not? Nick snuck on there. Nick, Why not? I love you, but I'm <laughs> going to get you real quick, and you're going to be up next <laughs> after we're done with Tanvir. <laughs> Man. You but just can't stop now. Like, no, I know, he's excited, dude. I love the passion. I love the enthusiasm. I love it. I love it. But we got to give Tanvir his, his, you know, his, uh, his chance flowers. to speak. Yeah. So, Tanvir, did you hear my question? Yeah, yeah, I heard your question about load management. Yeah, yeah. Are you a load, ma- load management maxi like Calvin? Uh, it depends. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to feel. I don't know how I feel about that. How about when your team has already clinched home court in the first round and there's like four games left? Then I think it's all right. Then you're pretty much fine to like rest. There's no point of playing. Yeah. You wanna, Tim, you know, have you ever have you ever uh, done cross country? <laughs> nah. No. <laughs> no. You never been in like a race before? Uh, you're lucky, man. Nah. Most boring. All right. Well, couple hours of your l- life. Let's let's just pretend like. You, you've done it before, or you're going to be in a race. I mean, like, do you okay. run through the finish line, or, or do you start walking before you get to the finish line because you don't see anybody behind you? I'll just probably just run that shit. <laughs> to be honest, from right there. You just, just keep run running, it, right? It out. Keep running. Calvin wants to walk the rest of the way. Well, that's fine. That's Calvin. <laughs> it's all good. Everyone's different. I'm just giving him a hard time. I, I know I know that's not what he means. This team hasn't made the playoffs in 16 years, and you want to risk a first-round exit on playing guys that are hurt? Dude, I don't want to play hurt when people. You're saying rest healthy people. No, well, both of them are not healthy as of right now. Even Sabonis is not healthy. Yeah, I'm, dude, his thumb is fine. His, I'm sure his thumb is fine, but I'm yeah. just saying they er, they've earned it. Okay. Yeah, Wouldn't you want yeah. them to be 100%. more healthy yeah, going into the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah, I would rather have them rested. Tanvir, are you taking Calvin's side of here? Of course he is. 
What the hell, man? (laughs) You're going to walk through the finish line? You're not even going to run. You're not even going to jog it. Dude, if I was there, I'd pick both of you guys up and run you guys through the finish line. Just saying. I want momentum going in the playoffs, Calvin. They've got all the momentum they need. I don't want people playing 2K (laughs) at home. Home court. Because they got nothing to do. I want them playing, practicing hard, getting ready. I want them watching film. Okay. There you go. Rested. Ready to go. If, um, so the last game is on the ninth, right? Yes. Oh, and real quick, I don't know if everybody knows this. Make sure you join us for the ninth, 3 p.m. Yeah, 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're having a huge party here on the stream. We're cutting Calvin's hair. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're partying like we won the, the NBA championship. So make sure oh, you yeah. join us That's gonna for, be that fun. Last, <laughs> for that last stream on the ninth. Um, but, Calvin, I mean, when when would the first game of the playoffs be for the Kings? Like, estimate. Uh, the playoffs officially start, the actual playoffs, not the plan. Yeah. officially starts Saturday, April 15th. So, game, there will be uh, four, what is it, four game ones on yeah. Saturday and four game ones on Sunday. So, they so either play the 15th or the 16th. Yeah. So, that's, dude, that's six to seven days off right there, just in between. Tanvir, what, what do you think is the best? Yep. For the Kings to do in that six to seven days off to prepare for the playoffs, probably watch film, go over like all their defense and getting the rebounds. Most important, there's a lot of miscues for those rebounds. Suns kept getting them. Okay, what do you think about free throws? You gonna have guys come in and shoot free throws? Because I feel like free throws are incredibly important in close yeah. games, especially in the yeah, playoffs. That too. 100%. Yeah. In the playoffs, you need free throws to go in. That's yeah. 100%. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Kyle, what, what would your plan be? If you have six to seven days between regular season and playoffs, if you're Coach Brown, like what what's your plan for the week to get the team ready? Because you're at uh, home, so you're I not mean, traveling. Yeah. A lot of it probably depends on who I'm playing, right? But I, Shout out to Kristen. We haven't seen Kristen in a while. That's true. And jealous that you were at the game. That must have been a, a very, EJ, very fun game. What's up, EJ? At. Mr. Yeah. Angel's here. And Matthew, I'm not hating on track and field. I was track and field also. I am hating on cross country because that is boring. <laughs> he likes to run after a ball, <laughs> not run after nothing. Right? <laughs> no, I like to sprint. You like to chase after a ball. I like to sprint. Okay. Sorry for that ball, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so high what, jump and long jump. So too. what would you do to prepare the team? You got six, seven days off. You know, you don't want to the laser. You want them yeah. to stay in shape. You want them to stay mentally fresh. You're not traveling. You know, what, what what's your plan? Uh, my plan is to fire have, the laser. <laughs> how does he keep getting in here? <laughs> fire the laser. Fire the laser. As you wish, Nick. Why As not? You wish. Why not win today? <laughs> All right, Nick. What are you doing to prepare the team for the playoffs? Well, we are. What we're doing is, well, I don't know. Maybe having some of the pizza or something. Oh, oh! I'm so happy you're not coaching this team, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> but the king. But I was at the. I was at the Stockton Kings game today. I go with that today. Oh, shout out to the Stockton Kings. Clinch the number one seed. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. awesome. That's a, that's a big, big one. Uh, right there too. 
How many Shout people were there? Eight, uh, not many people there. Not many. It's not much. It wasn't crowded. That's a bummer. I want to go to but a there were Kings, Kings play, game. There were, there were Kings one. players there. Uh, neither have I. Same here. I've never been to a game either. Nick, uh, are tickets pretty affordable for a Stockton Kings game? I think so, yeah. They're cheaper. Okay. That's nice. I mean, I'm looking but right now at the Kings schedule, and it's funny. Like, the tickets at home, the the lowest ticket is $51. But then the road trip to Portland, the lowest ticket is 7 bucks. The road trip oh to New Orleans, the lowest ticket is 5 bucks. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> Man, that is what a thing, man. Fire the laser. Fire, Fire the laser. That purple beam is beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> Are you looking at the beam right now, Nick? What? I think he just copies me. Are you looking at the beam right now? No, I'm I'm almost home. Oh, oh okay. That's nice. Yeah. Every time we uh you make us hit that button, Nick, everybody has to do a shot, so be careful. Yeah. Fire the laser. Nick, give me your thoughts on the game tonight. Well, I, I my thoughts is that they played good defense tonight. They 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 did really well. So obviously I have to say you gotta play tomorrow, beat Utah tomorrow. Why not beat Utah tomorrow? Why not, Why not? beat Utah tomorrow? Why Nick, not? I saw you on T V today. You did? Yeah, I saw you talking to Deer and Fox after the game. Um how's his hamstring feeling? I wasn't talking to him. Oh, man, Nick, that was your chance. Yeah, dude, I saw you. You were talking oh. to him. That was your chance, man. No, Tell I wasn't. everybody that you're homies with Darren Fox. I was trying to throw you an oop. Yeah. How's his, how's his hamstring? You think When do you think he'll be back? I'm not sure. Okay. That's, I mean. I, I don't know if anybody is sure at this yeah. point. I mean, so that's there's, the right there's answer. Uh, optimism, right, that it's just soreness. It's not a strain or anything. Of course, they're probably going to do an MRI and all that stuff and figure it out. But realistically, Calvin, how many games do you think he misses? It's really hard to tell. I mean, just because that type of injury, like we've discussed in the past, is it, it can be really tricky sometimes. Even if you feel like it's still you're ready to go, um, you can – re-injure it pretty easily so uh yeah you know you got to put faith in the, the team doctors and athletic trainers yeah they'll they'll have the answer for you you definitely want him to be ready for the playoffs um nick i mean yeah. what do you what's your plan going into the playoffs here like are you going to rest players through the rest of the season or or what do you what's your plan my point was my point is that you know uh, um when are your games dude see me yeah. and nick are both sprinting through the through the finish line calvin we're not walking that, that's great we want to win every game we can i never said i didn't yes, want to win every game. yeah that's true technical i don't want to win every game that's, yeah. Tanvir, that's fun. i did not ask you Tanvir. <laughs> I did not ask you, Tanvir. You took Calvin's side. I heard it. It's recorded. All right. Back back to my buddy, Nick, because I know Nick's got my back. Uh, Nick, you said you ate zero pieces of pizza tonight? Zero slices? Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. Have you been you been cutting back, huh? Yes. You've been exercising are, a lot too. Are you load managing your stomach until the playoffs for pizza? Mm. Yes. Yes. Good question. There you go. Good so Nick question. agrees with me as well. Nick, we're still on for the pizza eating contest. Yes. Can you say anything other than yes? Well, I am on. I am on it for the pizza eating contest. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. I love it. There we go. All right, Nick, before I let you go, give me a prediction for Saturday's game, tomorrow's game, against the Utah Jazz. Uh, prediction is going to be that probably uh, maybe 114. 114.99? Maybe. Who are the Kings going to start at point guard tomorrow? Uh, um, Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter. Who are they going to start as shooting guard? They're going to start. They're going to start. Um, I think Kevin Herter, uh, Sabonis, okay, Terrence Davis. Oh, TD. Keegan oh. Murray. Interesting. What do you think about that? I like TD, but like like I said when I was reading the box where his minutes have been, like. <laughs> well, you can thank Kessler Edwards for that. Terrence Davis's minutes oh, yeah. this year have been like my emotions during every normal regular <laughs> yeah. King season. Just yeah. a roller coaster all over the place, up and down and up and down. That's Terrence Davis's minutes this year. Definitely. Shout out to him for like being ready when his name does get yeah. called because he's had some great games this year. Oh, yeah. But like, I think it definitely helps if your team win- is winning yeah. throughout the season, right? That helps you stay focused and ready. But I'm not trying to take anything away from him. Absolutely. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, Nick, appreciate you for joining us on the show tonight. I got to go over to Eric before his hand falls off because he's had his hand up for a little while. But you got any uh, any last words? Thank you, Sean. I have the my Team last word. Last word is the last word is um, go Fire King. The laser! And like to be in the world and light. win the game. Yeah, win the game. Light Just the win. Beam. Light the bean. All right, Nick. Thank you so much, buddy. We'll see you tomorrow. Sleep beams. Sleep Sleep beams. beams. All right, Tanvir, I know you're patient, bro, so I'm just going to let you hang on here for a little bit, and I'm going to go over to Eric. Poker Pro Eric. Yeah, you know better not to ever challenge Nick to a PT contest, don't you? Really? Really? (laughs) Yeah, really. Oh well, my we've God. never challenged him before, so we have nothing to go off of. Yeah, I did not know this, Eric. <laughs> I, I, I've seen the man in action at the arena with a piece you of have. pizza. How many pieces yeah, have you like, seen him eat? Well, I bought him two pieces so that he, he you know, okay. he had to, yeah. Why not, Poker? So are yeah. you backing his claim that he can eat 102? It was 102? Yeah. Pieces of pizza? Mm. Yeah. Yes. You're going yeah. all in on that? <laughs> You're shoving all your chips in, all in, poker pro. No, no, oh I, 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 as a poker player, I'd never advise to do that. It's a bad idea. <laughs> um, also, poker, as, as you a, better buy me pizza. As a runner, as a runner, you don't want to risk a hamstring pull or a uh, ankle injury. So you, you, you coast to the finish line. You don't want to, you don't want to push oh, yourself and get injured at the finish line. So, yeah. Well said. Yeah, I, I think, I think we got it. We figured it out. Let's, uh, let's do that and. Uh, 
I think one of the, one of the previous guys said a great example is this is our first time in the playoffs in forever. Uh, we really, really need to be healthy because uh, I don't want to be a, a one and done. You know, really, even if even if you lose in the first round, at least make it like a full series, not like a quick you know sweep or whatever. So, poker. Uh, but with that, Nick, Nick, are you going to the live show, Nick? Oh, poker, really? Uh, yeah, I am. Okay, good. Good. I got I got I got a bunch of tickets for you. Okay, well, um, anyways, great win tonight. Uh, you know, after the Lakers, though, man, they're they're on a hot streak. I'm scared because. If, if, you know, LeBron comes back and AD's killing it, I'm scared the Lakers and the Kings in the first round, though. What do you guys think? Well, I, I, think- I mean, they would definitely scare me, I think. I think they should scare any team if they're able to get in, the way they've played lately uh, with a healthy, you know, as you mentioned, LeBron and Anthony Davis. That, that team made a lot of really great moves at the deadline, and it paid off big time for them. But I, I don't see really uh, – Great chance for them to get Sacramento in the first round, though. I just don't think the Kings are catching Memphis at this point for two, and the Lakers are going to have to go in through the play-in tournament. So that means at best they get. Okay. Seven. Hey, Roy Rebounds, breaking news. Uh, Matt George says Mike Brown says Kings GM Monte McDermott told him after the game that Darren Fox wanted to come back in the game and was held back. That's according to Matt Barnes, ABC Ten. Breaking news! Wow, that was hard. Wow, to follow. Nick, that, that's pretty. Matt that's George pretty freaking said news, that Mike Brown said that De'Aaron Fox told him that. Yeah, he said, she said, yeah. De'Aaron Fox is okay. I think yeah. is the yeah. the TLDR of that, right? No. Yeah, we'll f- see tomorrow. Well, I'm happy to hear that somebody wants to run through the finish line, like De'Aaron Fox <laughs> and myself. The rest of you guys Good just want to walk. You guys just want to walk to the finish line. I get it. I get Poker it. Poker, Eric, no, why they, not? That's the point. They're already at the finish line. They've clinched home court advantage. Exactly. Yeah, so don't, don't, don't get a hamstring injury. Don't fall over. Don't get ankle sprain. Yeah. Why All not, right. Poker? You guys win. Everybody yell at me at the same time. It's okay. I get it. I get it. Like to be, Poker. Like to be, Poker. Fire, fire the laser, Nick. Fire the laser. Why not? Fire the, fire the purple laser, bro. Why not have pizza? Why not have you buy me pizza? I love you, Nick, but I'm moving you down to to speaker. I mean, not to speaker. To not speaker. There we go. All right, Eric, I want to hear from you, buddy, because I I think you've talked to us once before. Is this your second time on the show? I think so, but obviously it's a little tough to remember me over Nick's voice. Yes, I understand. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love nick a lot but i gotta i gotta give the stage to other people sometimes um, well nick, nick is the most famous uh king's fan other than fine lady probably I, I agree with that yeah and he's a lot nicer than than her i heard also um, oh i don't want to get into that but i've heard that yeah i've heard the same <laughs> <laughs> so leave it at that <laughs> but um just give me your overall feelings i mean like as a Kings fan, like I saw in your bio, sad Kings fan, right? Um, I've been a Kings fan for a really, really long time. And honestly, like for me, like I don't know if if the success of this season has really like actually hit me yet. Like it doesn't feel real. So like where where are you at? Well, I'm at because okay, I, I think I put that in my profile probably three to four years ago. I've had my Twitter for ten years. I probably changed it to sad Kings fan like three or four, so Obviously, things have changed this season. I, you know, I might be able to update it, but I think well, we're all at. I think ninety percent of Kings fans know that as a Kings fan, the national media, the national other fan bases, 
they still look at us kind of funny and, and they're waiting to see if we're for real. I think we, I think Kings have to win the first round, no matter who they play before we can say we're no longer like, uh, nervous or sad Kings fan. Like it hasn't changed yet. Yes, we're winning, but like winning isn't really that great because like half the teams get in the playoffs. Actually, over half the teams get in the playoffs every year. So it's, that's why it's embarrassing. We haven't been there for now 17 years, 16 seasons, but, uh, I think we actually have to win the first round and then we will be considered like legit. What do you guys think? What do you think, Cal? I, I agree with that. I've been saying that for uh, some time now that I'm not sure the Kings fans need that to happen in order for them to feel that, that the Kings are legit or, or at least will be legit for, you know, several years to come after this. But I think from a national standpoint, Absolutely. No one is going to give the Kings any sort of credit until they win a playoff series. 100%. I, yeah, I so I'm thinking like, like, yeah, maybe because the Kings have home court, or if they have home court advantage in the first round, that puts a little bit more pressure on them, where it's like you got to win the first round series. You had home court advantage, stuff like that. But honestly, like, I'm I'm just happy that they're in the playoffs that they're that they're even in the conversation. We had a game flex on national TV. Maybe my standards are really low because my heart's <laughs> well, been broken yeah, that, way too many that times. Would make sense, but I mean, like I, I'm just happy that catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. They're here. Like, you can't, Rome was not built in a day. You can't build a house without putting in the foundation first. Like, I look at this season as a foundation for the Kings, and, and I think that we don't want to rush anything. I, I was not in favor of trading for a big-name guy, a superstar at the deadline or anything like that. I just want to lay one brick at a time, and, and I thought we've done an excellent job this year laying a nice foundation. A first-round playoff win w- w- would be – or a first-round uh, advancing would, would be incredible. I would be extremely, extremely – It, it doesn't happy, matter who they beat. They, 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 could beat. they could beat anybody, you know, even if it's the Lakers without LeBron. So, anyways, just an example. It, they could beat the worst team and as long as they advance because everyone's going to laugh – not laugh at us, but they're going to be like, see, I told you the Kings were, were not any good. And that's what I'm worried about. No, not that worried, but that, that's, what, that's what's going to happen eventually if they do make the playoff and they're one and done. People are going to say – Ah, the Kings were never for real. Oh, I, I definitely feel yeah, that. Absolutely. Uh, until next season that. when they come out and they yeah. get home court in the first round again. Well, no, yeah. of course, the, the Kings are going to be good for a while. I mean, yeah. the bonus yeah. is here for at least one more year, and then um, Fox is under contract. Well, our two best players are going to be here for a long time, I feel like. And then our coach is on a six-year deal, I believe, something like that. So he's pretty locked in for a while. So this is not like a – I'll use L.A. Rams as an example. Remember the L.A. Rams uh, what, a year or two ago? They they hired a bunch of hired guns and they they uh, they went over the salary cap. You know they're kind of they're kind of on the way down already because they they, they fired their whole uh, load and now the Kings like they're ready to like that their building blocks and foundation is there. Um, I, I'm positive like you guys are positive about the future, but again the I just want people to take the Kings seriously and like not laugh at Kings fans because people are always like. I'm sure you get it too. Like, why would you want to be a Kings fan? Like, that's stupid. Like, that must be painful. It's like, well, yeah, but now it's actually worth it, right? Definitely. Definitely. And I think Kings fans are 
they're okay with that, with taking that criticism right now because of all the things that we just talked about. We know that the Kings are set up for success in the future, that even if they don't win a playoff series this season, yeah. there's good reason to think that they're going to win many playoff series over the next, you know, five years or something like that. I don't want to be the Jim, negative person. Uh, Jim, Jim Circle in the chat, he says the best. He says Mike Brown said when he got here, uh, he didn't come here to win a bunch of regular season games. He came here to win playoffs in their championship run because he was used to winning playoff games with the Warriors. He didn't want to come here and just like win regular season games. He's, a, he's already a playoff coach. Definitely. And that's yep. another – he came here because he believed that this t- team was capable of doing it. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, like let's, let's say if the Kings would have hired me as coach, I'd just be grateful to have a chance, grateful yeah. to get the money. <laughs> Mike, Mike Brown's not coming here for the money. He wants to actually – you know, Definitely. he would never come here to rebuild. Yeah. Definitely. And, look, he's been – this has been a match made in heaven all season long. Since they hired Mike Brown, he's been perfect for this team, for the players, the young guys, the fact that a lot of them don't have a lot of experience or playoff experience, which I was going to, to mention when you asked me what my – if I was Mike Brown, what my preparation would be yeah. those six days going into the playoffs. He's going to keep things – I believe as normal as possible for this team. He's going to have them lean on his experience. I think they'll have really good, you know, intense workouts, practices, all that stuff. They'll prepare the way that they need to prepare because he's been there before. But I think overall, if you've got a young team like that, um, that has gotten to the point that they're at, you know, by doing the things that they've done well all year long, you're not going to put too much pressure on them. You're not going to try to change things too much in terms of routine and all that stuff. You're just going to want these guys to be focused and ready to play. So there are obviously many specific things, game plan, all that stuff, depending on who you're playing in the first round, mm-hmm. that you will do to prepare for those things. But in, in terms of you know just your general attitude towards it, I think that he will have them lean on his experience and keep the routine as normal as possible for them. Well, yeah, that, that's, that's why Mike Brown, too. He, he's the right guy for the job. I, I thought Luke Walton was actually not a terrible coach. A lot of people don't want to shit on him, but, like, he had really little experience. He obviously had no playoff experience. He wasn't, like – not as a coach, I mean. He, even as a player, I believe, he was mostly a bench player, I believe, right? He wasn't really a, a go-to guy in the playoffs. But um, if Luke Walton was the coach of this team this year, I, I don't think it would be awful, but he wouldn't be, like, the right guy. I mean, Mike Brown is the right guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not a Luke Walton fan, um, but I think Mike Brown's doing an incredible job. But, hey, listen, uh, Eric, I appreciate you coming on tonight. I want to go over to Fred because I know he's right, fire the laser. late. Fire the laser. Um, fire but I wanted to ask you one more thing, Eric, before you leave. I, it was a question I asked to Calvin earlier, and he just kind of touched on it. And, Ty, I'm going to go to you next, but I know Fred's up hey, late, that? so I want to hear from him. But, um, Eric, if you're the coach of the Kings – you have six, seven days off before the playoffs start. What's your game plan? I would do like what they do in the NFL. You know how they, uh, they'll they come in for like the first two series of the game. Like they'll play like a, a four downs or eight downs, whatever, like kind of thing. I think, I think you, you bring the guys in, but you, you limit their minutes severely. I'm talking like 16 to 18 minutes maybe for the starters, something like that. Uh, maybe not even play the second half. Just maybe play or, or just do first quarter and third quarter. So they, they get their reps. They're on the court, but. You're not going to get tired. Your injury risk is very low when you're playing only 16 minutes. And and who cares if you win or lose those games? They're, they're so far ahead of the three seed. I'd, I'd say minimal rest. 
I like that plan for the last couple games. But, like, the last game will be on the 9th, and then the playoffs won't start till the 15th or the 16th. So you'll have a stretch there of, like, six or seven days with no games. So what, what are you going to do to get your team ready? Well, that's what every playoff team is going to do. They're going to have practice still. They're not going to maybe go super hard. It's, it's playing 40 minutes with – if you said you have five, six days off, if you play 40 minutes and have five days off anyway versus 16 minutes, that's not going to change you. You don't need to win those games is what I'm saying. So – I just take it easy. Don't get them hurt, obviously. That's too obvious. Really, everyone knows that. But uh, I would just maybe focus on a little more defense because even tonight I was a little worried. We It seemed to get a little high score in there in the first half, right? Definitely. Oh, yeah. They were not making many stops in the first half, for sure. All right. Have a good night, guys. Dude, thank, thank you, you, Eric. Appreciate you. Have you a good night. Well. we'll be back tomorrow. All right. Let's head on over to Fred. Fred. You must be feeling good, man. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? That's more important. How are you guys? (laughs) It's fucking good, man. man. I'm feeling good. It It was nice, wasn't it? Nice. Honestly, I I must thank you guys, though. Like, I, um, I, I, I always have to walk home a couple of miles after my gig, uh, to get my steps in. Uh, but it was just nice just listening to you guys just talking about the game. So uh, I must thank you for that, first of all. You're um, welcome, man. We're always here. And also, I'm looking forward to the first game of the playoffs. I've heard that uh, the halftime show is going to be Nick trying to set a world record <laughs> of 103 slices of pizza. <laughs> hey. I love it's, it. It's going to be lit in there. I'm going to look up what the current It would be good, wouldn't it? Red. Yeah, Nick's got to smash it, man. How <laughs> are you, Nick, anyway? Please don't come in. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, yeah, I think he's very uh, appreciative of you cheering him on. So, yeah, uh, Fred, no, no, let me ask you. He's a legend. Oh, of course. <laughs> let me ask you, because one of the big topics we've been talking with everybody so far today is your – your approach to the end of this season. Are, are you in favor of assuming the Kings have home court locked up, the division is clinched, all that stuff. Would you try to give yeah. and Fox a little bit of rest? I would shut them down personally. Just shut them down for a couple of weeks. Uh, send them to Hawaii and then you two, you two guys <laughs> hey, can take them out, get some cocktails and sure just give them a good time for a couple of weeks. You know, hype them up ready for the playoffs. Yeah. That's, that's what we need. Fred, you don't also, want the other thing as well. Us before the playoffs start. They're not going to be ready for the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely don't come to you. Yeah, don't send them over here either. <laughs> yeah, they can come. We'll meet them in Vegas round. after they win the title and then we'll hang out. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. That'll do it. Uh, but yeah, no, nah, just shut them down. And the other thing as well, like if, if you shut the, the starters down, you're going to create some sort of um, recipe for an appetite for some of the bench players to, you know, the playoffs are coming up, aren't they? So the playoffs are going to be there. It's a big stage for some of these reserve players and, you know, they're going to want to come out and prove themselves because they're going to want to, you know, play in these in these playoff games because um you know it's going to be nationally televised and the other thing as well you know if if some of these these role players all of a sudden step up in these in these playoff games they're going to be looking for contracts possibly at you know in in, you know uh, 
other teams and it, it, it could be worth money for these guys as well so uh, yeah just this literally shut down the starters and and just let these role players come out and and sort of you know make a play for their position to come off the bench in the playoff game so yeah it's a win-win situation you, I think you on that would one. sit all, all five of the starters I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily sit on five of them you, you'd probably keep Harrison Barnes in there uh, he's just Mr. Consistent. Plus, he, he probably knows how to load manage himself as well. So he's not going to be stressing himself out too much. Uh, I'd keep Keegan in there because he's just experienced for Keegan. Um, who else have we got? Kevin Hurt. Oh, maybe maybe I would shut Kevin Hurt down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shut, shut, shut Kev down. I really like Because as it's proved, you know. And Eric said that he was going to start the normal starters. Pull them after a few minutes, put them in to start the third quarter, pull them again, put the bench guys in, give them some trust, have the bench guys try and win the game. I, I thought that that was a great, great way to handle it. It's a nice idea, but it's not for me. Not for me. Because the other thing as well, you know, we're going to be coming up against some of the teams. Now, who, who have we got coming up? We've got, we've got Denver coming up. We've got Minnesota coming up. Portland, and who's to know that they're going to... Yeah, that's Williams, it. Dallas, Golden State. And the other thing as well, you know, if, if we're going against other teams we might face in the playoffs, you know, who's to know that they might accidentally nudge a player or try to deliberately over-exuberate a player into maybe getting a freak injury. So, yeah, just shut them down and, and just give them some rest and and then we'll just go full throttle in the playoffs. Um, yeah, that's the way to do it, I think. What was it? Two games. Two games we need now to get to the playoffs. So, um, and, and I think home court advantage is, is pretty much booked. So, yeah, let's just, let's just chill the team down and then put some trust as well. Put some trust in the reserve players because if they come out fighting and they get a couple of good results, you know, that's going to boost their confidence as well. So we're going to have a really confident, you know, starting five going into those playoff games. And then if the, if, if reserves come in and they do something pretty decent in their, in their starting minutes, um, it's only going to be good for us. There you go. Yeah, I like it. that's what I would do. No, I, yeah. I'm with you, man. I, I agree. I, for me, it's it's just Fox and Domas. That like those are the guys I would try to get them to full hundred percent at the end of the season. And the thing oh. is, and the thing is, they've they've been playing so hard all season as well. You know, yeah. they just you know, and, and like you say, it's it's a five five or six game break anyway in between the end of the season right. Right. and the start of the playoffs. So you know, if you can extend that to ten days, eleven days, maybe even twelve days, that's all. You know. That's a hell of a difference when it comes to, to you know, recuperating and you know just regenerating your body as well. So yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. It would be a great 100%. opportunity to give some of these two-way guys an opportunity to run, get some run as well, right? Like yeah. they've been the yeah. best uh, team in the Western Conference in the G League all year long. They've put up really good numbers. Yeah, you know, give Kata some minutes. You're saying Kata? Yeah, down the stretch. Okay. When, if you're gonna sit Sabonis for a couple of games, yeah. absolutely play him. Play Keon Ellis. Give those guys an opportunity. Might encourage some fans. Yeah, and Keon Ellis. I know everyone's been waiting yeah. for Kata. Yeah. Very and cool. the thing is, you know, it, 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 it's, it's also an, an opportunity as well for them to bed themselves in for the next season because you know, like your guys like Kata and your Keon Ellis, they are going to be guys that you are 
going to be wanting to step up next season to come from that reserve team of the Stockton Kings into maybe becoming role players for the actual first team next next year. So it's a perfect opportunity for them to actually say, do you know what, I'm here, I want to be noticed, I want to contract the next season. So, yeah, I'm going to play my heart out in these few games. And you never know, you know, they, they might even come out and do something very, very special in those games to, you know, be considered to get specialised minutes in those playoff games, especially a guy like Ketter as well, you know, uh, because we do lack that big man who can come in and and do something that Sabonis does, because we don't have anyone in that team currently who can... Who, I do apologise about my dogs. <laughs> dogs, behave yourselves. All good, man. I just good. got in, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, someone like Kerry can come in and just maybe just grab a few rebounds when we go up, you know, going up against uh, a big team, you know. And, and like you guys were saying earlier, we do struggle against, you know, teams with length, like your Minnesotas and so forth. So, yeah, come out and prove yourselves, guys. And, 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 and just... I like it. I like it. I want to yeah, give a yeah, shout out to up. Frankie Cardicelli. He just posted on Twitter. Tonight marked only the eighth time in Sacramento Kings franchise history that they turned the ball over four times or less in a single game. Four turnovers, zero turnovers in the second half of this game. 29 assists for the Kings. The last time the Kings turned the ball over four times or less was March 11th, 2018. Wow. That's for a quarter by tonight. Like, That's wild. That is. And that was without sorry, sorry. Aaron Fox for most of that second half. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. That guys, guys, weird. guys, can I talk about the third quarter tonight? Yeah, <laughs> Okay, so um, obviously I finished, finished, me, uh, finished me, me gig and so forth. So we always sit downstairs in, in the pub and we have like – a few of the staff there and, and, and the door staff, like the security staff. And, and I always watch the, you know what, gents? It's my dog there going, Ooh, he's saying hello to everybody. He's, uh, he's saying like the beaming dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's firing my laser. So, yeah, anyway, so we sit in the pub afterwards and I always get me mate to put the, put the Kings game on with the app. And he's one of the doormen then. The third quarter was on. Obviously, I missed the first half. Um, the third quarter was on, and, and he's been watching the Kings, and I've been turning how basketball works. And at one point, I'm talking to him. This is during the third quarter when the Kings are making that massive, massive fight back, and we are lit. We, we smashed them in that third quarter. And at one stage, I'm, I'm going, Dave, because his name's Dave. Dave, Dave, blah, 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 blah. And I could not get his eyes off of the screen. He was so transfixed as, you know, a newcomer to watching basketball, he was just amazed at how good the actual play was with the Kings. And I think I've converted him. I think we got a new Kings fan. That was going to be my question. We got another one. Fred. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's just nice to see, you know. Dave, Dave, Dave. And he's like... Oh, Dave, Dave, really... I'm talking to you. But it was just, he was just watching the game, you know, and it's just really nice to see as someone who's never really watched basketball before, just really appreciating the actual sport and, and his appreciation come from our absolutely amazing, 
offence. And they were quite good defensively in that third quarter as well. <laughs> yeah, dude, they played absolutely great in the third quarter there, Fred. And, hey, I, dude, I want to come visit you. I want to go check out your pub. I want to watch a Kings game there. Yeah. I, I think that would be a Yeah, lot of fun. come over to the UK. It's <laughs> good fun. It's we have a fun. question for you in the chat from Kevin. Yeah, he says, do it. Hello, ask, Kevin. Ask this bloke who his soccer team is. Ipswich Town. And do you know what? I'm going to do that gas on about Ipswich now as well. You know, Ipswich. Okay, so you you think Kings fans have had it bad. Okay, Ipswich, the last time we were in the Premier League was, I think it was 2001, 2002. And we've just been on a downward spiral since then. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You think the Kings have had it bad. Ipswich, we've had it bad for even longer. <laughs> but the great thing is our football team, um, he's, he's now doing really, really well over here. Uh, I'm hoping Premier League within two seasons, and then you got the Kings are doing well this season. So, yeah, fucking glorious, absolutely glorious <laughs> right now. Yeah, feels good. Shout out to Kevin. Who's, who's Kevin football team? Who's Kevin football team? I gotta go over to Ty because he's been waiting. But Fred, the last thing I want to ask you is kind of something we were talking about with Eric earlier in terms of playoff success for this Kings team, uh, you know, if the Kings lose in the first round, how, how are you feeling about the Kings? How do you feel about the season? Well, I think, to be to be completely honest, I think we've got the West sewn up. The only team I'm, I'm kind of concerned about in the West is probably the Nuggets because I don't think we match up too well against them. Um, I know we've got some bonus, but I think, I think Jokic is just a little bit ahead of him. In terms of uh, in terms of skill, there, I think we will possibly make the conference finals. I think we will probably win the West if the Nuggets get knocked out before we meet them, wow. and then I think we will lose the NBA finals because I just don't think we're a match for anything on the East at the minute, um, and, and that's how I see it. It's a bold uh, because, I hope because you're right. that'll be a fun round. Yeah, but but. but uh, okay, I, mean, I was going to ask you guys to lose in the finals, but cool. it, it would be a very fun ride to get there. Yeah, and, and honestly, you know, guys, guys, you know, do any of the teams in the West particularly scare you? Well, yeah, I'm never scared, Fred. <laughs> I'm never scared. I, I think it's totally fair to admit that you're. Um, maybe scared isn't the word you want to use, but worried about certain teams in a seven game series. If Kevin Durant comes back hundred percent healthy and you got to play that team in a seven game series, I would be worried about them. Yeah. I, I would be worried about playing Memphis in a seven game series. Also, I'm not saying that I can't, it's inconceivable to think the Kings could beat those teams, but there are definitely going to be the other thing is well, we've, we, we've matched these teams. For the Kings, uh, no matter how far the they make is- it into the playoffs. But the other thing is, well, we've, we've matched these teams as well. We've gone toe to toe. We've kind of matched. We've matched Memphis to a certain degree. Uh, we've matched the Suns to a certain degree. The only teams we've not matched are the teams on the East, like Philadelphia, the Boston Celtics, and, and obviously the um, uh, the Giannis team, the Bucks. Um, that, that is anyone true. else in that West? Right we have that. gone I mean, toe to toe. They haven't played Phoenix with Kevin Durant yet, but you're you are right. They've they've been competitive. 
against all these teams. But again, you know, they, 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 they still have to integrate Durant into that, you know, into that team. You know, he's he's signed for the, for the Sun, hasn't he? And he's played like how many games for him? Uh, maybe two or three, three games, or I suppose. Three or four or he yeah, play home yeah. So, yeah. so you know, that's that's like, that's like that's going to be like bringing a brand new player into your team, and it's going to take him a few games to adjust. And you cannot overlook the home court advantage of of, of the Kings. You know, they have the best home support in probably the whole of the NBA. So, you know, any team coming into the Kings Arena. They're going to be shit scared of us, and you know, yeah, even tonight, you know, we were down for sure. You know, even tonight, it, it proved a big thing as well. You know, we we were down in that, you know, coming into the third quarter, and just having that home court advantage and having the having that fire and and that passion behind the team probably put on that win tonight. Yeah, I mean the way that the way that I see it, Fred, is the Kings are basically playing with house money at this point. No one expected them to yeah, be this massively. Good, this fast. Massively. And it's like you go to the playoffs, if you play a team like Phoenix, if Phoenix loses to the Sacramento Kings in the first round or second round of the playoffs, like they have a lot mm-hmm. more to lose than we do. If we lose to Phoenix, it's like, oh, you lost to Kevin Durant, you lost to a team that's probably going to the NBA finals. You know, the Kings made the playoffs. They they've made they've they've put a foundation down and, and they're actually, you know, doing something. But if Phoenix loses. Oh, it, it's over. It is over. But hey, Fred, I, I mean, appreciate you so much. Um, I want to go yeah, over no, the time, guys. but pleasure. I want to give you. You got any last words? Um. Yeah, just um, just just thank you for the Kings for uh, being very good for all of our mental health this year. And that's how I'm going to put it because they've been very good for that, haven't they? And cheers to you guys for for putting the show on as well. Yeah. Thank you, Thanks, Fred. man. Always good to talk to you. We appreciate all your support. And, dude, you're the real MVP. You're the one that stays up late every single night to support them. We see you. It's actually, it's actually, it's been daylight here now for about an hour now. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, here we go. I heard the birds. <laughs> I, go I heard the birds. That's it. Anyway, guys, uh, cheerio. Take all right, care. Fred. Have a good night. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Or Life good of day. Beam, good of day. course. Life of beam. <laughs> okay. Let's yeah, go over day. to Ty. Cheerio. Tanvir, dude. Tanvir is the most patient person in the world. Appreciate you, Tanvir. Ty, what's up? Legend Tanvir. Yo, good day, good day. Um, I didn't watch much of this game at all. I, saw, I accidentally fucking banged my head on the shower door. At least I would do something fucking stupid like that. So uh, I missed most of the game. I really just came up here to say fuck the sun. As obviously, <laughs> you know, I hate I hate I like them that. with a burning passion. Fuck that bitch ass Chris Paul. See, wait, wait, you, wait, wait. You know, hold, on, you hold on, hold on, hold on. There's uh, one other thing you came Ty, on to say too, right? I like, yeah, yeah. You got to say uh, like the beam. Uh, I like all the stuff you're saying, but but you just kind of glossed over the most important part of the story, and that was the fact that you hit your head on the shower and you missed half the game because of that. What what happened? Concussion? Oh, uh, so so like uh, so I had a kid, a cat, right? And um, I was like rinsing it out so it doesn't fucking smell, and I was like backing in and just. Mac, right my head into the shower door. Oh man, that wasn't good. How long were you good, out Bob. for? <laughs> no, <laughs> you're, you're in protocol. It's like right I got knocked out of something. Protocol. I didn't get knocked out. Okay, I, I thought you were like I, I, I ran into the shower door, so I missed half the Kings game, and I'm like, what happened? You had to go to the hospital or something? No, 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 no. I just 
like I was a bit dizzy, so I was like, I'm not gonna go on my phone. That's probably the best. Mm. So, that's yeah. Okay. But, um, well, hopefully you feel better, man. That that sucks. Oh, I feel fine now. Just at the time, it fucking hurt like a cunt. Yeah. All right, um, please continue on your Chris yeah, Paul yeah. rant. Sorry for interrupting. That's all good. Yeah, no. Fuck that bitch ass Chris Paul. This is what he gets for elbowing Jose Alvarado in the playoffs. <laughs> motherfucker thinks he's going to get away with it. I, I'm, I'm a petty ass motherfucker. I, I let things go most of the time. But when I get annoyed at something and I remember, I am going to fucking remember that motherfucker shit for the rest of my life. Like... I like Chris Paul overall. I think Chris Paul is kind of underrated as an all-time player. But Chris Paul, since he got to Houston, has just been a straight-up bitch. He complains <laughs> about everything. He swaps when it comes to whatever. And it's even worse to see it because Chris Paul now doesn't even have any sort of speed to play any sort of defense. So what he does, he just grabs everybody. It's not the Kings. It's not just a... He grabs anybody and everybody who he's guarding because the slow old man can't fucking guard anyone. He needs to retire. Fuck Devin Booker. <laughs> I, I saw he had a great game. I still don't give a fuck. Fuck Jock Landau. Oh, my God. And if you see my timeline, I absolutely hate the prick. Every time he goes off, it just pisses me off. If he well, plays Why aren't you proud well, of your countrymen? Proud of my car. He's the fucking reason why we only have runs and we could have had silver. He fucking played like shit the entire Olympics. He's playing better than Ben <laughs> Simmons at this point. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not getting into that. We'll turn into a 20 year rant, which I don't have the time for. Um, what about Ty? What do you What do you think about the Suns mascot? The gorilla. I I really don't care. I have no words. I I just don't care. Okay. Not the worst mascot in the NBA? I mean, why Gorilla? Uh, no, I wouldn't say it's the worst. Does that make sense? Why is it a Gorilla, dude? What does that have to do with the sun? I I don't know, but it's like, that would be just fucking corny as hell if I saw a sun. I'm not going to lie. So I kind of respect that it's not a sun because it just look corny. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's I a mean, horrible team name. I agree. The only thing I think of when I... When I think about a sun mascot, is Jackie Moon in semi pro? Yeah. So yeah, I agree. It would be very corny. Yeah, and dude, actually, Ty, I was I was kind of on the same wavelength as you watching the game. I was like, man, I miss Hornets Chris Paul. Hornets Chris Paul was so uh -huh. much fun to watch, but once he got to L.A., he just he turned into a little bitch. He did, and he complains about uh, it. But Doc it was Rivers pretty fun complains. to watch in LA. Doc Rivers complains about everything. So, uh, yeah, and no, I, I agree. I love Chris Paul as a player. I think he's underappreciated in terms of his entire career. But yeah, I, I will definitely say this: he is definitely the type of guy that I would hate to play against. Yeah, yeah, love him if he's hate, on your team. Hate, hate him hate if he's not on your against. team. Him, you got Draymond. There's a few players that yeah. are in that that category. Oh, no, you could even throw on Bogut. Uh, I think Andrew Bogut is not the type of player you would want to go up against. Like, I'm not gonna—he's just dirty. Like, I, just because this change, that doesn't mean I'm gonna fucking say it. like he's a dirty ass motherfucker. Yeah, I agree. Did you did you ever see the video of him breaking his elbow? Oh no, for sure that that was definitely horrific. Dude, that's the first time I saw it. I was just videos I ever seen. 
Mm-hmm. The way he, he really his arm, it, it is it's crazy. I can't watch that because I have flashbacks of my elbow. Yeah, yeah, his is worse. Mm-hmm. I know, but mine was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Ty, um, let's hear it. Come on, now we know why you're here. Oh, fuck, thanks. Light the beam. Yes, yes, so, dude. I feel that feels good. Fire the laser. Oh. oh. Fire the laser! I regret this. I regret this Before we let you go, real quick update. Tell us how your Pelicans are doing. And then we got a game on April 4th in New we Orleans. Do. I'm looking here right now. ESPN says tickets as low as $5. Yeah, that's because everybody's, the, all the starters are going to be out. That's in that the game. lowest ticket prices I've seen this year. So w- what's going on? Do all Pelicans fans live in Australia or, or what's going on here? <laughs> Oh, that's actually good. Um, I don't. (laughs) I have no fucking clue, bro. Um, we're doing fine. I mean, we beat up on a bunch of fucking Borgers and then poor teams. It's like beating up on the homeless. Am I supposed to be proud of that? Like. You did what you're supposed Ty, to I do, I guess. Your laugh sounded more like a pelican than, than my pelican noise did. <laughs> yeah, there it is nope. again. Love it. Oh my god. Okay. Um but yeah, we're fine, I I guess. Um now I'm indifferent about this team. I don't know how the fuck I feel, so I guess we just take it as a day. If we lose, I'll probably say fire everybody if we win. I'm saying we're back. That, that, that's where we're at right now. Well, what is the latest on Zion? Is he going to play before the end of the regular season? Uh, he's being reevaluated in two weeks. So we just he just in got two weeks. Uh, no, we just got, got an update. Yeah, he, we got an update yeah, here. That's what I'm um, saying. It says that Zion will be competing in the pizza eating contest with Calvin and I. Oh, wonderful! Before the playoffs start. I mean, yeah, <laughs> he, he must definitely win that. Can't lie. Yeah, I'm looking right now. It says um, that the world record I think holder he could give Nick a run for his money. Actually, Joey Chestnut, 45. Of course, it is. 45 slices of pizza in 10 minutes. Dude, that is that's so a, disgusting. That just think sound good, in 10 minutes, 10 minutes of action. God. Yeah, the the indigestion is about to hit. That would hit oh, crazy. Man, that's wild. Well, Ty, you know that we got room on the wagon. If you ever want to jump on over, be, become oh a full-time God. Kings fan, dude, we'd be happy to have you. Yeah, I respect. We, uh, you guys can fuck off. That's never going to happen. I'd rather well, die. On, it should be easy for you. You already root for a team that's named the Kings. Yeah, you said light the beam already. Yeah, yeah, because I made it back. Because look, that's what happens when I'm in the moment and I was happy that my team was in the finals. That, that's all it was. <laughs> that's okay oh, yeah. well, hey, oh. the offer still stands we'll always be here we'll be driving by with that wagon just feel free to to run catch up to us and jump on anytime dude we'd be happy to have you ty yeah yeah i appreciate it man have a good one yeah buddy Thanks, have a ty. good night man appreciate you all right um dude we've been going that's for a, a while that's another one have a good day i believe oh yeah right? good day or wait no they're behind us I don't Aren't know. I don't know. I don't know. I can't keep track of this daylight savings time, I Calvin. Um, we've been going for a long time, but I know Joseph is up on stage, so I definitely want to hear from him. Uh, but Calvin, I mean, anything else you wanted to mention about the game tonight? 
then we'll hear from Joseph, and then we need to go right into uh, tomorrow's game against Utah. Yeah. So you got anything else before we go to Joseph? No, no, we're here for the people today. We are here for the people. Joseph, what's up? Yo, what's up? Uh, y'all skip Tanvi or what? Oh, Tan- no, no. Tanvi's the closer, bro. He, he He's our off. Mariana Rivera. Okay, okay. He's the end, dude, to close. Close. No, he's the captain, the leadoff, Derek Jeter. And he closes. Oh, wow, okay. I got you, man. I got you. Just making sure I don't step over anybody. No, no, you're good. Um. Yeah, man, this this shit is dope. Um, I yeah, I know Fox went. I know Fox went down, but this was just like a great team effort. Herder came out on fire like his hair, like you know, red red dead revolver or whatever you guys call red it, man. Dead, like yeah. red dead yeah. revolver. You know, there's a there's a band called Velvet Revolver, or there used to be. Uh, oh, yeah. nice. That could I be like a nickname. Red Velvet Revolver or some shit like that. Just Velvet. Um, velvet Revolver. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's VR. Good. VR. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's dope. Man, he, he only had a double-double tonight. He's like one assist away from a double-double, so that was a great game. Um, one rebound. From him. One rebound. One rebound. Oh, shit. Yeah. Rebounds, nice. Okay. Um, yeah, it was crazy, dude. I was looking at the box where I'm like, nine rebounds tonight for Kevin Herter, and Harrison Barnes only had one huge. rebound? Dude, great, great game for Kevin Herter. He's killing it. He's killing it. Definitely, and he's huge for the offense. He draws a lot of attention. Um, him and Sabonis have great chemistry with each other. Um, just awesome to see. Uh, obviously, I hope Fox is back uh, soon. Looks like it's probably not too bad, I hope, but... You know, it's kind of scary to have your like your best player go down or your closer, you know. Um, but they found a way to win that in the fourth, so that's all that matters. Fifteen games over five hundred. Um, nine yeah. games left. So crazy. Say that again. Say nine. that again, Joseph. Fifteen games over five hundred. Woo! Man, good. that sounds good. Yeah, it sounds great. And I'm like, I'm looking at the standings here, man. Uh, we could get anybody from the Clippers, the Suns, the Warriors, the Timberwolves. Uh, even the Lakers are moving up right now. Um, you know, but like Eminem and Eight Mile, I don't give a fuck who it is. <laughs> I just want to, We're never I think scared. that might be my never scared. Like T.I. I ain't says, never, I ain't never scared. Hell yeah. I like Oh, uh, yeah, I just want, I like want to get there. We're not going to play Denver. We're not going to play Memphis in the first round. I think we can all agree that we're probably not going to play either of those guys in the first round. So I'm right. feeling great. Definitely. Um, yeah, I think KD's coming back for the Suns on, like, Wednesday, supposedly. But they still got to figure their stuff out. Uh, they're, they're hard to watch, man. Uh, Booker, um, Chris Paul, are, you know, floppers will bait you into fouls. Just not a fun brand of basketball to watch, but you know that's, that's why I'm happy they got they got a couple of technicals tonight. You know we got the W, kind of silenced them. Um, yeah, take a take a bigger lead on them too. So you know it's all it's all good. That made me smile. Also, uh, something I was talking to Calvin about a few days ago, which I thought was pretty interesting. I mean, Phoenix is what they had the best record last year, right? Or or second best record, and then they just fell apart in the playoffs. They had the best record in the NBA last yeah. year. Yeah, and then they fell apart in the playoffs. Yeah. They were in the NBA Finals a couple years ago. The, obviously, they made the big trade for KD now. Like, if they don't go far in the playoffs this year, like, 
they might have to make some serious changes or, or at least think about making some changes. I, I'm looking here at the salary cap. You got Chris Paul for two more years. He's much older, right? Not the same guy. Both of those years are partially guaranteed. Maybe they make a change at the point guard position. I also know of a guy that's friends with KD, who's a free agent at the end of the year. Maybe Kyrie gets signed and traded for Chris Paul. What, what would you think about something like that? Um, that would be crazy. I think both those teams uh, are probably going to regret these trades in the next year or two. But um, definitely, I, I don't hate you know Kyrie for uh, for Chris Paul. Maybe that would work out better for both teams. But I honestly don't care. I would love to see both these teams collapse. <laughs> Hell yeah. I well, like Dallas that. is already doing it right before our yeah. very eyes. They're both put in a really, really <laughs> tough position, and that's kind of what I was saying is it's like Dallas traded a bunch for this guy in Kyrie who's a free agent. I read an article saying the Lakers are moving on from him. They want to bring back uh, D'Lo and Austin Reeves. So then, you know, like is Dallas forced to, to re-sign this guy because they gave up so much to get him? Who else wants him? Like, there's a lot of really good point guards. I was looking through, through like, all the starting point guards in the NBA. I'm like, dude, all these teams either have a star point guard or a really good up-and-coming point guard. Maybe Phoenix would be forced into doing a deal like that to make KD happy because their window's closing now. And maybe Dallas salvages some value out of Kyrie for doing a deal. I don't know. I, I agree with you. I, I would love to see both of these teams completely fall apart. I'm just happy that the Kings didn't pull the trigger on a big trade before the deadline because that's exactly what both of these teams did, and it's biting them in the ass. Oh, yeah, man, for sure. Um, yeah, you know, with Kyrie, I mean, there's always, you know, the Lakers or something. Um, but, you know, I'm just glad that a lot of these stacked teams, it's just not working out for them, uh, which is good to see. It's, it's kind of like, it looks like the super team era is kind of kind of over, you know. Um, it's more like a duo era. Or you know, just well-rounded teams. Um, and it's, just, it's good for it's good for the league. It's more competitive. Like you look at the West, it's like it's separated by uh, you know a couple games for these uh, lower seedings. It's it's pretty crazy. Definitely, yeah, definitely, it's, it's nuts, man. Seven through ten in in the West, they've all got the same number of losses, and, and five and it, six only have one fewer loss. So it's it's a wild yeah. race out of the play-in right now. Wild. I think the Mavericks are... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's wild. It's wild. Um, well, Joseph, we appreciate you joining us on the show tonight. The last thing I want to ask you is kind of something I, I asked a bunch of people tonight, and that's the last game of the season is or the regular season is on April 9th. The playoffs don't start until the 15th or the 16th. What would your plan be for the Kings over that six or seven day span to get them ready for the playoffs? Oh man, I mean, I guess it depends on who you're uh, facing. Obviously, you gotta you know work on a game plan, watch film or whatever. Um, but I hope the guys can also get a little bit of rest too. I'm you know, I'm hoping Fox is okay. Um, you know, if we clinch, I'm I'm open to uh, clinch a playoffs, but I'm open to giving like you know. Sabonis and Fox, at least some some rest, you know. Um, but yeah, I just I I think you just kind of you know watch film on who your opponent is, and I, I'm sure Mike Brown will come up with a good game plan. Yeah, I I agree with that. I think that this team likes to have fun with each other too, right? So 
yeah, I yeah, assume or think that they do some sort of team bonding, fun thing, keep it yeah. loose, you know, feel good going into the playoffs, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah you know, see that. You know, bring a gun to a strip club, whatever, you know. <laughs> Oh, yeah, hopefully uh, Red Dead Revolver doesn't take that new nickname literally, <laughs> yeah, right? seriously. That would yeah. not be good. One way All right, Joseph, you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out tonight, man. Hopefully we'll see you tomorrow. Yep, see ya. All right, buddy. Have Thanks, a good Joseph. night. All right. Um, before we get back to Tanvir, dude, shout out to Tanvir. This is awesome. Most patient guy ever, ever. Um, but Calvin, we need to talk about the next game. This is tomorrow. tomorrow. It's against the Utah Jazz. Yes. Um, a team that just beat us a couple days ago. I had two days to uh, drink my sorrows away, forget about the loss. Obviously, I feel much better after the win tonight. Feel pretty good about this stupid Utah Jazz team. But this time, Calvin, they got to come to our building. Yeah. They got to fight the cowbells that are apparently not allowed in the arena. Yeah. They'll <laughs> no, be ringing allowed. loud. The jazz will be there. I don't. I haven't even looked at the injury report yet, but give me your first thoughts on this matchup. Well, th- I think it's another, you know, get right or, or revenge game or whatever you want, however you want to put it, right? Like, uh, it, it shouldn't be easy or it shouldn't be hard to, to get the Kings ready to play for this game, you know? You just went to Utah. They were without their two of their best yep. players, arguably their two best players, um, or or three, and you know you laid an egg big time in that game. So now you're very very close to clinching a playoff spot. You yep. got them back at home. Time to handle business. You got to take that egg that you laid. You got to nourish it. Let that thing hatch, and then crush the Jazz. Yeah, I mean it, I'm looking at it more like the dinosaur egg. Yeah. At uh, sprinkle diamonds, yeah, sprinkle diamonds on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get yeah. it. Let that egg, you know, develop. Y'all want to fry some dinosaur egg up? <laughs> Anyways, uh, Jordan Clarkson, Rudy Gay, Lori Markinen, and Deer and Fox are all doubtful for the game tomorrow. So it's pretty, pretty interesting. Let me hear your keys to the game, and then we're going over to Tanvir. Well, my keys to the game. I'm going to have to scrap these and come up with three new ones on the fly, I think. Uh-oh. Because I I kept them basically the same as the last time they played the Jazz. Uh, number one key to the game was clutch is spelled F-O-X. Uh, Fox ha- not playing or not likely to play in this game, obviously, is going to change that up. So I think key number one, we're going to stay locked, cocked, and ready to rock with Red oh, wow. Dead Revolver. Okay. I think if Fox is out, you got to lean on – on Herter, hopefully he still is, uh, you know, his stroke is still good from three. He can stay hot, but the playmaking ability without Fox there, I think is going to be big um, with probably Davion would be my guess to get the start in place of Fox. So I think they will run a lot of offense through Sabonis and Herter two-man game. And don't forget Kevin Herter in the first meeting between these two teams hit that go-ahead three uh, with, what was it, like late, late in the game, mm-hmm. seconds left in the game that put them over the top to win. So he has played well against this team before. Um, I think that they're definitely going to have to make a conscious effort to rebound. Walker Kessler did a really good job on Sabonis the last time they played this team. Um, and he's 
had an amazing rookie season. Like, I saw a stat. Uh, Kessler has, like, 158 blocks in wow. just over 1,500 minutes played this year. Rudy Gobert has 89 blocks in, like, 1,900 minutes played this season. Yeah. They were basically traded for each other because that pick ended up being Walker Kessler going to Utah. So they struck gold with getting him. Oh, Walker Absolutely. Kessler is Absolutely. amazing. Yeah. So That's amazing. And then key number three on that note is going to be points in the paint. Um, that's something that the Kings have struggled. They did a much better job today in the second half, but uh, the game against Boston, Utah, uh, the last couple of games, they've struggled to score inside on these teams. So it, it is. it was so apparent in the second half in the third quarter, the Kings are a good three-point shooting team, but they really fuel that three-point shooting by playing inside out. So if they're able to get inside uh, and get some easy ones, that will definitely go a long way. I'm just looking at this Utah Jazz roster, Calvin. A lot of girl names on this team. A lot of girl names. You got Lori Markinen, Jordan Clarkson, Kelly Olinick, and uh, Chris Dunn with a K. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, I think the Kings <laughs> win this game. I think the Kings win. Uh, but Tanvir... Let's let's hear from Tanvir. Tanvir, what are your keys to the game? My keys are popping. It would be the same. Attack the paint, but uh, yeah, attack the paint. Um, get open shots and look for open guys. What? <laughs> Sorry, Barry was distracting me. Could you repeat that, Tanvir? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said, uh, look for guys that are open. Um, uh, play good defense and get uh, the rebounds. Okay, like it. Good keys, good keys. Rebounds are going to be something you definitely need to beat this team. Uh, dude, yeah. I just got to go back to Walker Kessler. Like, that dude has been incredible. I like him. I like him a lot. Yeah, he's incredible. a really, really good player. This Utah Jazz team might fast forward through this rebuild. Like, you know how big of a Clint oh, yeah. Sexton fan I am. Laurie Markkinen's looking like a superstar. Yeah, she, um, Walker Kessler's a, like a rookie of the year candidate. You know, the salary cap looks pretty good. You got everybody basically expiring next year yeah. uh, outside of the core players. So, yeah, they're looking good. But I'm going to stop talking positive about the Utah Jazz. Kings are smashing them tomorrow, Tanvir. Yep. Got to smash them. Get our revenge. You think this is a must-win game for the Kings? It'd be a good win if we could get it. Another win under our belt. Okay. You know the magic number for the Kings right now? Two. Two what? We need two wins. Two <clears throat> wins to make the NBA playoffs, huh? Yep. Wow. That's that week is over. That's it's incredible. about to be over. Oh, that's yeah. incredible. Have you, incredible, uh, have you had any uh, other thoughts about what we're doing with Calvin's hair here? No, not at all. You don't stay up late at night thinking about it? No. Because I do. I just lay in bed, dude, in the middle of the night, and I'm like, bowl cut, perm, uh, the the alfalfa, whatever it was. That one guy wanted you a beam. Yeah, purple beam. Jay. So many options, dude. I wish we could cut your hair every week on the show. Yeah, that would be crazy. 
That would be fun. It wouldn't last very long. Now, yeah. Barry's just jealous because he cut off all his hair, and so now he's projecting his <laughs> I'm growing it out again. hair problems. I'm growing it out me. again, Cal. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'll probably grow it out for like a couple more weeks and then cut it again. <laughs> yeah, very funny. Yeah, I haven't been able to get a hold of my barber. Um, actually, he texted me a couple days ago and was like, you want me to come to the house? I might have him come for the show, for the last show, unless you prefer me Great. to cut your hair. No, I would much prefer a professional. Yeah, to you do could it. just sit there, put the bowl on your yeah. head <laughs> while we're talking. That'd be pretty fun. That would be cool. I'll talk to him. I'll, I'll see. Right. If, I'll see if he's open to that. Man, Tanvir, uh, dude, I honestly like this. This entire season just feels like a dream to me. Like it doesn't feel real. I, it still hasn't really like hit me yet that the Kings are gonna make the playoffs this year. Like it, it hasn't hit me. It's so weird. Yeah, I agree. Same here. Like a, it's crazy. It's like, I remember the trade deadline last year, like it was yesterday, and just thinking about like, oh, we got some bonus. Like, I feel feel pretty good. Yeah. They're making some moves. Like, I like this guy. I was definitely disappointed that we that we gave up Halliburton. But I, I, I didn't really, I guess, see the full vision that Monty was trying was trying for, you know? And and so I was happy to have Sabonis. Like, he played well the first game that he played in that we were at. Um, and then, you know, obviously the injuries didn't finish the season. And then they started out this year 0-4, and, and I'm like, I like Fox. I like Sabonis. I like this team. But I don't really like where they're headed right now. And then they just right. turn it around. And, and this entire moment from then till now just feels like this, like, crazy dream that it's like I'm going to wake up one day and the Kings are going to be as bad as the Dallas Mavericks, you know? And, <laughs> and <laughs> dude, don't wake me up, Tanvir. Whatever you do, do not wake me up. That's fine. I'll let you sleep. I'm, I'm just, I'm feeling great, man. Like, if you were to, if you were to just, like, choose one word to describe this King season for you, what, what would it be? It's just amazing, man. There's nothing else I could say. It's amazing, man. Spectacular. There it is. Amazing. That's how I feel right now. Did, and, did you go oh, yeah. to your first ever game this season, or was that last year? Oh, that was this season. This season. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, maybe yeah. you're the good luck charm. Good luck charm. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck charm, dude. Dude, you're good luck, bro. You don't even need me on the show. Tanvir, I'm, I'm leaving the studio, bro. Can you end the show for me? I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got you. Whenever Thanks. you're ready, man, Thanks. take us home. Oh, yep, yep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it from over here. Shout out to Barry and Calvin, the bouncer. We out here. Let's get that win tomorrow. Like that bean. Have a good night, y'all. Hit that like button. Subscribe. You know it. Let's go. Say
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.